Welcome to Secrets from the Saddle podcast. I'm Sylvie Daou, your host, fellow cyclist, bike club founder, cycling coach, bike race junkie, just truly super passionate about cycling. My journey with cycling started 20 years ago when I opened a spin studio, started a women's race team, and founded a women's only cycling club called Cycle Fit Chicks. I'm super thrilled to reveal all aspects that make the world of cycling operate. I'm so excited to be able to bring you interesting people from around the world, pro cyclists, recreational cyclists, coaches, event organizers, bike shop owners, everything and everyone you need to know or ever wondered about when it comes to cycling. I know you'll enjoy this episode. Welcome everyone to another amazing episode of Secrets from the Saddle All Things Cycling Podcast with your host, Sylvie Daou, sitting here in beautiful Chelsea, Quebec, Canada. It's really cold today. And guess what, people? <laughs> I just have to, went through half my podcast and I wasn't recording don't you just hate when that happens? Anyways, before we get into it, today we're going to be talking about periodization of your programs. And stick around to the end because I have something really special for you. But before we get started, um, I just want to tell you how amazing you are to be, you know, a loyal listener. And, you know, I hope that you've had like you're having a great day and you've had a great week and it's Friday and you have something awesome planned for the weekend. Um, and, uh, you know, we're getting into December, like, let's talk about goals. Have you sat down and put a pen to paper as to what you would like to do for next year? Because we all know like all the race calendars or event calendars and dates are going to come out in January, February. And it's always good if you're training to have something to be working towards, right? Um, and it just gives us purpose and reason to get on our bike and um, and just go for it. So, you know, what, or maybe you've decided to hang up the bike and you're going to do something fun, like get into snowshoeing, cross-country skiing, downhill, um, maybe more paddleboard, maybe, um, you know, if you're in the the warmer climates, maybe some pickleball, who knows, but I just want to say that I hope you've, you're diversifying uh, your workouts and you're really enjoying where you are. And if you're not, it's time to take a really good look at everything that's happening um, with you and your environment. Um, and also, I just want to thank you for listening because I started this podcast uh, about a year ago, December 15th. It's going to be a one year anniversary and um, we are really closing in on a hundred thousand downloads. And I never thought this was happened. Like um, halfway through the year, I'm like, oh my gosh, we can do this. I can do this. And um, thanks to you and for you guys sharing um, it's going to happen. So before you know, while you're listening to this, make sure you follow this podcast. And if you're able to go to Instagram after, and if you remember, follow myself and follow the podcast. So, you know, you can always go there uh, to the podcast page and, um, and jump in. All right. Now let's get into periodization. So periodization is the key to avoiding the dangers of overtraining. 
Now, I'd love to know if you're if you catch this on YouTube. Uh, it's a, that's always a good place to put comments because I can easily go in there and and respond them to them. Um, if you have a periodized program from a coach, or if you are working from with a coach, and or maybe you aren't, but you have some questions, and that's a great place to post them so that I can get back to you. Um, you know, before we get into periodizing and what that's all about, um, first we have to set a goal. And so, um, you know, what is that? It can be anything. Um, it doesn't have to be something grand like doing an Ironman event or, but it can be like a fitness goal. It can be like, um, I have a, like a women's cycling club here in Ottawa, Chelsea, and a lot of the ladies, which I love, their goal is to simply be able to bike and make it to the Champlain lookout. So if you're familiar with Gatineau, Quebec, there's this really famous lookout and um, park that a, a lot of people bike in, bike in. And there's like a loop and it's always like, oh my gosh, I made it up to Champlain. Um, so what we did in our club is that we started adding some recognition for people who are hitting goals. And we've noticed in the club that there's uh, a couple, so like four goals that people are looking to attain. So one would be doing hill repeats on pink. So that's kind of like Pink Lake. And this is kind of like the first hill as you go into the Gatineau Park. So it's the first thing you got to conquer is Pink Lake. Next one is making it to Champlain. And then on the endurance side is like hitting a 50K for the first time and then a hundred K. So we've recognized these little milestones for our club members and we're gonna start adding recognition to them, which is so amazing because it's so rewarding when you've worked hard and um, you get to hit one of your milestones. So those are goals right? Um, I've set a goal for my, I haven't truly set a goal for myself, but I have a couple of races that I'm going, I'm going to be physically preparing my endurance and strength training and uh, skills for next summer. So there's a gravel race series put on by a local uh, event organizer. And so I'm super psyched about those. And those are things that those are four events that I'm going to put on my schedule. Now, with your goals, we have risk and reward. So risk being uh, refers to the to not only to overtraining, right? Because the risk is like, you know, too much is going to be too much for you. Um, you know, in the overtraining part, but also to injury, illness, mental burnout and other breakdowns. So that's where you just like, you're pushing it too much. You're not allowing your rest to set in and you end up burning out, which is never a nice thing. I've, I've worked with a lot of women who've hit burnout, who've gotten sick, their immune system is so low that they've literally to the point where they've given themselves an illness or a disease. And I am 
of the firm believer that everyone has one a gene inside us that is just waiting to erupt if you don't treat your body well. So that being said, it's super important to respect your body and to work with it. Now, that's where the reward comes in. When, you know, your fitness performance benefits results from the training and, you know, and you're recovering properly, you're eating well, you're sleeping, you've got everything balanced. But we also know that you need a little bit of risk, which is those out of comfort zones to benefit from the reward. And that's your fitness level increasing. That being said, we're going to go into periodizing. So periodizing, there's two different periodizations. One is like the long-term, the big-term goal leading up to your event. And then within those segments is periodizing inside those boxes. So let's just talk about the big picture first, and then we'll break it down a little bit to inside the big picture. Now, the first thing, so we're going to talk right now. Um, it's December. I've um, I started a 16-week training program, so skills development, endurance-based building, um, strength training uh, for a small group of clients. And I do this every year. I've been doing it for like, I don't know, since 2007, six. Um, so I periodized this program for four weeks. Basically, it's from December to March. March, end of March. April is when we typically get out and depending on the, the weather, you can basically giving yourself the endurance-based strength building to be very strong in spring. So you don't have to wait and work on your strength training over six weeks to get up to, <laughs> you know, get your strength back over the winter where you've been sitting around and eating bonbons and drinking and things like that. Um, you can like basically hit the floor, hit the road running and be your fitness level, be super high. So that's, that's the purpose of my program. Okay. It's like just a winter. So it's four weeks, sorry, four months. And each month is dedicated to, um, a different part of the periodization. So that, I'll talk about that in a second, but the bigger picture I'm going to talk about, say, to an event, which is like, I'm going to give you an example of my client. She, her event is in July 1st. She is training to go to Newfoundland and she is on a bike tour for 10 days. So 10 days and uh, average 80 to 120 kilometers a day. The first couple of days are super hilly. So that's what we're working towards. She's in my program, 16 week program. And, um, but if she wasn't, this is what it would look like. Your first training phase would be the preparation. So like one to six weeks, um, it's a general phase. And that's where you do all the structural training routine, like the skills development, um, building up your, your uh, pedal stroke, things like that. And then you go into the entry phase three to six weeks general again you're working at max strength um, developing aerobic fitness 
Then the next one is your late base. So three to six weeks, increasing your intensity levels um, and also your strength, um, managing your strength or maintaining your strength. Okay, so you're working at increasing your intensity. Then you go into the build phase. So this is shorter, more intense, six to nine weeks. And that's very specific. So this is where you go in and you're like, okay, I've done all those base building, the skills development, things like that. Now, what does, what do I have to do to train for my event? Okay, so it's a flat course, it's a hilly course. It's this, it's that. So this is where I'm going to get very specific into what I need to train. Then you have your peak, which is building up your intensity. So one to two weeks, very short, very specific. You're going to be simulating and, and tapering for your event. Then week the race week or travel week to your event is that like when you're resting you're you know really on par with your nutrition your hydration in your traveling so you know you that's the time you really need to up and pay attention to your your sleeping and eating and hydration and leading to your event then after your event is your transition three days to four weeks. And that's the rejuvenation of your body from all this intense training phase leading up to your event. You need to take it. Don't go back the week after and like pick up where you left off. Your body's going to like reject you. And so that's, you know, going back and just rejuvenating mentally, physically, from the stress of those trainings. So that is kind of like a big periodized training block. And if you have other events and you should maximum like four events, um, like serious events, a season. So then you go from your taper or your transition to giving yourself enough recovery, whatever that is, a week or two, depending how old you are. And going back to the maintenance phase and right into your into the next event so if you if you're like really stumped just hire a coach they'll help you figure it all out um then the next thing is um periodizing within those training blocks so you have like the big training blocks like the one to six weeks so what happens in there right so it starts from lower shorter rides maybe amping it up to longer rides shorter intervals moving your strength to higher intervals um these need to be moved forward so that's where like my 16 week i've taken the periodized pro like model and the first week which is we just started this week is a lot of people haven't been on their bikes right since the spring, since the you know, September. 
So a lot of people are getting there on their bikes for the first time in about a month and a half, um, just getting their bike on the trainer. So they're at a different level, right? We have to work on endurance and slowly increase the intervals. So the first four weeks is really working on base building and skills development. And then after Christmas, we will start increasing like hill drills, intervals, um, increasing our interval length every four weeks. Um, so that's, that's how I periodize that program. So depending on where you are, and I hope I didn't confuse you, but it's really important to sit down, define your goals, and then kind of work backwards. Or if you're just like what we're doing, um, getting ready for the spring so that we can hit the, hey, sweetie, you say hi to my daughter. I'm talking to myself. <laughs> I'm almost done. Um, so getting ready for the spring, which is what a lot of people do over the winter is, um, is just kind of getting back to basics, um, building on what they built in the summer. Um, and then of course, like if you're a year round cyclist, it's always ideal to take like maybe uh, a month off and then go back to the drawing board and say, okay, what do I want to do this year now? So, so yeah, so I went through the 16 week of what I do and then, you know, the aging athlete, um, and this is what I was talking about. I have something to share with you, which is a free download. So at the end, you go to askcoachsylvie.ca or .com and you go and you, and you can download this just to see what I'm talking about. Now, I'm going to go back to the training week, uh, training period, because it's really important to now that, you know, we're into uh, training or maybe you're not periodize your program or maybe you're just working on your on your own is that and is that that you set something up that's going to be feasible for you and I'm going to tell you something I said like I just turned 50 and no longer are the days where I can do back-to-back -back hard workouts um, and feel rested and that's the most important thing you need to feel rested right if you keep compounding these workouts on top of each other and not you're not sleeping well and you're not eating well like i said illness sickness disease will hit you and bite you in the butt big time your body has an amazing way of giving you lots of little cues and if you don't listen to them yeah it's way worse. So, um, so I've talked about this in, in a, one of my previous episodes about the training days. So we're always very used to the seven day work, work week, and that's where we fit in all of our training. But what if you're giving yourself like a six hour training, training week, and, um, you know, say two hours of that is an intense event 
or too intense workouts, then, and you just feel completely spent, then maybe what you need to create is a nine day work period. It's not always ideal because, I mean, the, the downside of that is that sometimes it just doesn't fit into your lifestyle um, with everything else, but you have the ability to write it into your schedule, right? The thing is that you can't, it's kind of hard working with other training partners if they're not on the same page. So it's really important to be true to yourself and what you need, not what everybody else is doing. And I see this on Swift where there's like grand fondos every weekend and, you know, the, all these badges, like there's 150 of them and, you know, like people plow through them in one season, like, holy crap, they don't reset, right? Like give yourself like a couple of years to do those, please. Um, and then do something smart and set up a really good training phase for yourself whether like so right now you know um I'm not going to get on my bike and bike two hours I'm going to be working my way up to that so giving yourself grace to like okay um I'm just getting back at it um my long ride is going to be 45 minutes I'm going to do um I'm going to focus on you know I'm going to have a couple 45 minute zone two rides um I'm going to go in and do some intervals for 30 minutes, two times. And, um, and those are going to increase over the time. So put your, set up your training appropriately where you're giving yourself recovery time. Um, and you're setting yourself up to progress and don't forget to do an FTP test. Now, if you're not on Swift, you can do a three-minute um, all-out sprint and see how high you can get your heart rate or how many watts you can push to the max. And that can be a little test that you can do every couple of weeks. Don't do it weekly. Do it like four to six weeks to, to track your progress. Um, so... That's pretty much it for today. I mean, like there's so much to take in, but what I'm going to provide as a free download is um, what a periodized program can look like. So this is just like a template for you to have an idea. And also um, a seven day uh, routine for base or building or a building period and what a nine date can look like. So if you're kind of curious about those two, then you can go to askcoachsylvie.ca, download them, have a look at them. I'm also going to offer in the show notes, you can access this link is um, if you really want some free feedback then you can book a 15 minute call with me and I don't mind helping. Like if you have something put together or if you just wanna um, 
you're kind of like stumped as to how to put together, then I can offer you some advice. And so that's what I'm, I'm offering today. Make sure you're, I just want to make sure you're on the right page. Um, it's super important to spend time to figure that out before you really get um, into your training, right? It's always good to train on purpose. And I'm going to promote this, this book, Fast After 50. Um, there's so much good material in there. Um, I'm going to add this link as well. Kudos. I love this book. Uh, there's just so much material in there. So with that, have an amazing day. Um, don't forget to go get that free download. If, if you're curious as to what it looks putting things together for you go to the free download get get it for yourself um and um then try and put it together and then book a call with me so with that have an amazing day guys love you all please keep sharing this with your friends who are cyclists who are into training online or still on the road um yeah have an amazing day take care Thank you so much for spending this time with me on the Secrets from the Saddle podcast, learning more about sighting people, places, and things that make cycling such an exciting sport. I am so glad you stopped by today. Please leave me a review if you feel so moved to do so. I would love to hear your feedback. And if you could take one second to share this episode with someone you think would enjoy it, I would be forever grateful. Also, if you could please leave me a review if you feel so moved by going to iTunes and leaving me an honest thought and an honest comment telling me what you think and most importantly, tell me what you'd like to hear more of. It would really help me to bring more great, inspiring cycling stories to you. Until then, have an amazing day. Make sure you ride your bike. And don't forget to visit my YouTube channel if you'd like to see the full version of this podcast live.